Before I get into today's episode, I do want to give a little disclaimer for the entirety of my podcast. I'm not a licensed professional and I only offer my personal unbiased advice on topics surrounding all things life, mindset, relationships, mental health, and wellness to hopefully help my audience take control of their lives and improve their overall mindset. If there is ever an episode containing sensitive subjects, I will leave a disclaimer in the intro, but once advised, it is your decision to continue listening. This podcast is open to anyone, but I do not condone viewers who are here for any negative reasons. With that being said, welcome to the Mindset Matters podcast. This has been a huge passion project of mine, and I'm excited to officially get it started. And before we begin today's episode, I do want to give anybody who does not formally know me an introduction to who I am. My name is Sarah, and I'm your host for the Mindset Matters podcast. I am a current college student pursuing finance, but I have aspirations of becoming a life coach, helping others reach their career goals, transform their mindset, and develop better financial habits. I would love to become a professor and teach business classes or create some type of online course where I can teach my skills that I've learned so far in social media marketing and content creation, but we'll see what the future holds. During my childhood, I lived in Ohio for most of my life till I was about 12, so lived half my life there. And my family ended up moving to Florida when I was in, I think, the seventh grade. It was a really big switch. I didn't really get to say goodbye to anybody. It was kind of a quick thing. Um, my dad was being relocated for work. Um, yeah, going from four seasons to now only having two, it was kind of weird. But I'm very appreciative of the warm weather and take advantage of beach days when I can. I would say I had a pretty good childhood. I have four other siblings, two older sisters and one older brother and one younger sister. We definitely had a chaotic house considering there were five kids under one roof, but my parents did a great job of raising us and I couldn't thank them enough. I dealt with a lot of bullying growing up and I don't talk about it a lot, especially in middle school. You know, you're going through those changes and transitions, especially because I had just moved. It was a lot different. And middle school is where it got pretty bad. I think those events really shaped who I am and why I'm such a patient and non-judgmental person because I know what it's like being in someone's shoes and what it's like to always be talked about hatefully and judged for the way I look or the way I am or where I come from. Ohio culture was very different from Florida, so the transition was definitely challenging. Once high school came around, I finally found my group of friends that I've stuck with till this day, thankfully. I am very appreciative of their presence in my life, and I honestly think God was looking after me. And that was his sign that like the fight to find friends was finally over because I hadn't had them for so long in my childhood at least close ones that stayed around for a while. Many people end up seeking me for advice and I'm more than willing to help those who want the help and to hear the honest truth. After high school, I chose to attend university over community college, which is really close to my home. And a lot of my friends ended up going there because I'm pretty sure they offered a two-year free program due to COVID. And I kind of wish I took it because college is really expensive, but I'm grateful for my experience at college. But my university was only an hour from home, so I was close enough to visit and we're really good about planning things together and still seeing each other for, you know, major holidays, birthdays, things like that. Even though I may not tell them all the time, I miss them a lot because they played such a foundational role in my life. I made lots of friends in college and lost some friends, but with college, friends come and go and Very few actually stick around for life, but it's the experiences and the memories were great and I don't regret meeting anyone. Friends are like seasons. They come and go throughout life, especially in college. I'm in my sophomore year now and I'm actually a semester ahead, which is great on my end. (laughs) 
And I'm glad to say I'm content with the small circle of friends I have because I know they are going to be around for life. And my whole purpose of creating this podcast was to create an outlet for like-minded individuals who want to discover what life is like with a positive mindset and how it affects every opportunity you receive. My intent is to provide personal experience with unbiased advice on how to deal with challenges life throws at you. I will cover topics in mental health, relationships, wellness, finance every now and then, and personal experiences in my life that I can give my best advice for and how to overcome them. I hope my audience is able to gain valuable advice from this podcast that transforms their mind and proves just how much your mindset matters. Thank you to those of you who have decided to follow me on this journey and listen in on today's episode. Now let's get into the main part of this episode, the truth about college life. And ooh, this was the one that I wanted to talk about first because it's something that I'm currently experiencing. And something that I think a lot of people my age go through, especially in your early 20s. And I have just a few points that I want to address. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter than my upcoming ones just because I wanted to introduce myself, but also get into something that I can really connect with my audience about. And starting off with a really strong point, higher education has become a business. They are literally selling education. Hence why a lot of the educational systems not even in the United States, but also around the world, have kind of become worsened throughout the years because they're literally selling education. Colleges are advertising and competing with each other on the best students that they can have and the best programs they can offer. And sometimes it can kind of become clustered. And then it's like, all right, what are you really here to provide? Are you here to, you know, just make money off these kids? You know, because we all know how, especially if you're in college, you know how these colleges be trying to get money out of you. Yeah, they're just really competing with each other, trying to make money. And at the end of the day, it's like you have to draw a line between morals and like what you're really trying to get out of this. And I feel like with the business aspect, that kind of makes things tumble a little bit like dominoes. With these colleges competing with each other, as much as they try to make it seem fair, it really isn't. I mean, some parents go to great lengths to get their kids accepted into these colleges. I mean, we've seen parents trying to give money. We've seen, you know, alumni try to get their kids into universities just because they attended there. Like, you know, the wealthier people, they're able to give more money, hence, like, why their kids are going to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, these larger schools. And education is important, but they take the money they can get from wealthier individuals, from people who, you know, can network their way in and get their children in because it's kind of like a scam. Like they're they're just kind of, you know, they're getting their money's worth and they're calling it education, which it really disappoints me because once you like learn the loopholes and you figure out like the business side of education, this all kind of like gets highlighted. And that's why I'm here today telling you about it. Because it's a truth about it, like, and a lot of people don't see past that. Going along with these acceptance schemes and kind of like getting accepted into college, the truth is, is like the college you go to is not really as important. Yes, going to Ivy League schools, it shows on the piece of paper that, okay, like you went to a larger school of, you know, higher up individuals, more, you're, you're around more intellectuals, let's be real. But, you know, If you went to a community college, I think at the end of the day, you know, your experience, your networking, and your individuality is really what matters most. So do not stress too much about like what school you're going to. In my opinion, I would try to pick a school that's best for the location you want to go to, 
best for how much you can afford, how, like what your parents can afford, what your family can afford, what you can afford if you're paying for college. I, I would say really try to pick a place where like your career will flourish. Like whatever you wanna end up doing, try to pick a college that really has like a great program for that. Like for me, I live in South Florida. I'm going to school in South Florida and the school I picked actually wasn't going to originally for my um, business degree, but they actually had like one of the top schools for a business degree. So I'm really grateful that things turned out the way they did. And now I'm pursuing business. But yeah, going along with that, I think just having the right networking and the right experience and a high drive to do well, you can compete just as well with these Harvard, Ivy League, you know, higher up individuals. And I think it will really show on your resume as long as you build that and you can show it. The next one is something we all get told in high school. So I know some of us in high school had teachers that were like, oh, college is nothing or, you know, like, oh, my family said this and this about college or, you know, whatever. But college is not like high school. Like there are some really good teachers who try to like mentally prepare you for this. But no high schooler is taking this seriously. Like, let's be real. We're all too focused living in our own little teenage worlds. Like, oh, college will be fine. I'm not going to take this seriously. But like the thing about college that is different from high school is you will have a lot more freedom, which forces you to become independent. For example, your mom and dad are not coming in your room waking you up. You have to get up. You have to make yourself food. You have to get yourself dressed. You need to remember your assignments. You need to remember, you know, what exams you have because some of these professors will not tell you when your exams are, you know. You have to do the work to read the syllabus, you know. Put in the extra work to do things. And if you're not independent, that is really going to affect you. And it's something you can grow in, like – all freshmen, you kind of come in with the same mentality of like, everybody's new here. You're all just kind of trying to get in the groove of things. But after like a month or two of getting into it and meeting all these people and stuff, you'll find the rhythm. And like, this is really where like the independent people and the dependent people get weaved out. And you can really see the difference between who was kind of raised more independently and the people who had to depend on their parents more for things. And if you had to depend on your parents or you were just you know, raised to depend on your parents a little bit more. It's completely fine. There's nothing against that, but you just have to do the extra work to become independent and kind of stop having that codependent relationship on them. Whereas independent people, they're more likely to, you know, be able to go out and do things on their own more easily. They're able to network more easily. They're able to get a lot more involved. So if you are dependent, you just kind of have to go the extra mile to, you know, learn how to cook. Like I met a lot of people in college who didn't know how to cook basic things um and no judgment at all like some people are just not taught these things and I was a really nice roommate and I taught a couple of my friends how to cook and you know how to do things properly and they learn and they pick it up which is it's good like you'll have other people to show you how to do these things that your parents didn't teach you or you know that they didn't show you but the thing that gets tricky is if you do not fall into these patterns of forming independent habits, then you will severely struggle at university. There are a ton of people that I met my freshman year that unfortunately ended up transferring spring semester, which in my opinion, I would say at least give university a year, at least the one that you first get into. If you wanna end up transferring, okay, that's great. But make sure your reasons for transferring are valid. Don't just switch schools because you're bored. Um, 
because at the end of the day, like you're there for education. Yes, you can have fun and stuff, but like you're there for education. And that freshman vibe of like going out and partying and, you know, doing things late at night and, you know, not studying, like it doesn't last forever and it's a phase and you'll get over it. Yeah, if you're very dependent and you severely struggle with that, it's going to become a problem and it's going to clash. So that's why I say like try to become friends with people that are independent. Push yourself out there. Really try to do things that you wouldn't normally do. When I came into college, I wouldn't say I was like severely codependent on my parents, but I definitely like struggled with going out of the way to make friends. Like I'm not the type of person to in the middle of a room of people I don't know introduce myself but I met the right people and I was in the right rooms at the right time and they introduced themselves to me and I finally got out of my little eggshell and I became this very like vibrant um I'd say I went from an introvert to like a mix between introvert and extrovert and eventually an extrovert because I just saw the possibilities and I was learning these things from all these people and it really made me independent. I was going to eat places by myself. I was going to grocery stores by myself, which is something I would never do at home because I have my parents to do it for me, you know, but it really satisfied me and it made me feel more confident in a sense because I was able to do these things by myself. Another reason why college is not like high school is because you will face a lot of peer pressure. I feel like in high school, you don't really have to deal with that as much because you're in a rhythm of you go to you wake up you go to school you're there for seven hours and then you go home you either do sports after school or you work or just go home and relax whatever it is but in college you're you're gonna have roommates unless you're lucky and have your own apartment first year which usually is not how it is at normal universities but you're lucky if you do (laughs) but usually you're gonna have roommates And, you know, when you see them going out partying and, you know, drinking and just going to frats or going to football games, whatever it is, you're going to feel that peer pressure. And especially if you're closer with them, they're going to ask you, like, come out, come out, come have fun, whatever. And you really have to be able to pick and choose your battles. My freshman year, I was faced with a lot of this. And do I regret it? No, because it was a learning lesson. So learn from your mistakes. I definitely learned from mine. But anyways, my roommates, they were, I would say we were all pretty alike, but I I just didn't realize that, you know, they would want to be going out as much. I wouldn't say I'm a huge homebody. I like to go out and do little activities like hiking, you know, like painting pottery, like going on little dinner dates. But Every time there was a frat party, Thirsty Thursday is a huge thing at university. Um, They just wanted to go out, which is completely fine. And I was going out in the beginning. Then I realized like, oh, shoot, Sarah, like I was a whole exercise science major my freshman year. Let's not talk about that. It was a phase. But anyways, again, learn from your mistakes. But yeah, and I felt a lot of peer pressure and it was just always like, come on, come on, let's go because you're having these huge groups of people tell you like let's go out let's go out and I was sitting here at my computer like I have so much homework to do like they don't understand like the amount of stuff I have to do right now but I I would always just be like oh it's whatever I'll have time I'll have time I'll have time and I would push it off and I did fine as a student my freshman year but I think it was literally like I don't know something with my mentality like I work really well in procrastination and in peer pressure moments (laughs) like I deal with stress pretty well yeah, so that was happening, and I ended up, like, crashing um, 
the the winter break of my freshman year because I like had a epiphany I was like I can't keep doing this like my grades are fine and stuff but I'm just like mentally drained like first of all I don't like to go out all the time and drink and party I never even partied and drank in high school because my parents just kind of had like expectations they weren't very strict they always just kind of let you do what you want but I think by them being that way it kind of made you grow up a little bit faster and realize like okay like I can't be you know, going out and drinking and trying to study for an exam the next day. You know what I mean? Like, I was very, they were very good about, like, laying down the line without, like, too much pressure. So, it just kind of made you, like, respect them a lot. So, with that, like, I never really partied in high school and I always took pride in, you know, my education. And I started lacking that when I started going out and partying with my roommates and just their friends and everything. And unfortunately, when I came back from winter break, I kind of had severed my relationship with them a little bit because of the partying and drinking. And it was upsetting at first because, you know, you don't realize that these people are kind of of judgmental about you going out and drinking, whether they say it or not. But if they're big partiers or, you know, they like to go out a lot more than you, like it will clash a little bit, um, even though it shouldn't. That's my best advice is like pick your battles when going out. Don't feel bad for saying no. Because I also had to deal with that. And that's a mistake that I learned is like, I didn't set boundaries for myself. So I was kind of letting these people walk all over me. And again, I don't regret it. Mistake I had to learn from. The last thing on this list is with high school, you like don't really have an, I guess you kind of do. But like, again, for me, the way I grew up is like, you go to school, you put in your best effort, you come home. If you get okay grades, like it's not the end of the world. But I always kind of respected my parents and understood that like I need to get decent grades and I need to do well. And if I am failing, like it's okay. Like they tried to help me do better. Skipping class in college, you can't do that. You don't want to face that battle. You don't even want to, you don't want to go down that road because yeah, in high school, like you ride the bus or you get dropped off, you go to school, you're there for seven hours. You don't really have an option to skip class because one, Dean or principal is going to find you, you're going to get in trouble, and then you're going to get a call home, and then your mom or dad's going to yell at you. Or, I mean, at least in my case, my parents would get pretty mad um, and kind of question me about it. Um, and if you did get away with skipping in high school, it wasn't really, like, penalized as much. Like, they kind of just, like, you know, they kept track of kids skipping school, but they never really, like, penalized you a lot. It was just kind of like, all right, yeah, they're skipping school. Well, you know, if you get up to this percentage of days or whatever, then we're going to you know, give your parents a letter saying, hey, like, <laughs> the school's going to take you to court or whatever for your kid not showing up. But yeah, in college, like, you're really on your own because if you skip one class, it's literally game over. The pattern will continue and you will find every excuse to stay in bed. You will find every excuse to, oh, like, I just have so much homework. Like, I, I need to skip class today. And you'll be, you'll get in a routine of being lazy and being lazy is not a good enough excuse for skipping class. It's it's almost like going to the gym. Like your mind is going to be lazy some days, but you have to have enough discipline where you just kind of like tell yourself to be quiet and get up and go to the gym, whether you're tired or not. So you kind of have to do that out classes too. You just have to tell yourself like, all right, like I'm going to go to this class. It's going to be two hours, whatever. But once I get it over with, I'll have more knowledge, more material for whatever exams I have coming up. So yeah, with that, like you really have to take that serious and prepare that yourself with that. A lot of these lectures and stuff, they don't actually take attendance. Some of them do. And with that, it 
it's really like you can get away with anything. But yeah, once you start, I mean, you're paying for those classes. Once you start skipping, I mean, you're wasting your money at that point. You're wasting, you know, your education. So don't fall into that pattern. Another large truth that a lot of us are faced with when going into college is that college is very diverse. You will be faced with people from different backgrounds, whether it's ethnicity, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, um, cultural backgrounds, whatever it is. If you're not used to that, you, you have to start preparing yourself for that because in college, it really does not matter where you came from money-wise. It does not matter where you came from culturally-wise. It does not matter where you come from diversity-wise. Most kids will never judge you by the way you look, by the way you know you are, because in college, it's like everybody's in that adult mindset at that point. Most people are in that adult mindset at that point. Yeah, like you, you can't come in kind of like be like, oh, like they're not going to like me because of my skin color, or they're not going to like me because of X, Y, and Z, or of you know, my socioeconomic background, like if you were lower income or really high income, like most people are not going to know that about you unless you tell them. So just don't, you know, be as open with other people about that unless like they're your close friends. But yeah, most people are not going to care what your background is. And if you are not accustomed to people of different races, different cultural backgrounds of different, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds, then you have to get used to it because you're going to be faced with these people on a daily basis. You're going to be faced with professors on on a daily basis who are different from you. You're going to be faced with people who have opinions that are different from you. And it's really just about how you handle it. This is especially prevalent with people who lacked any discipline at home and were fortunate enough to grow up wealthy. Like there's going to be people who aren't very humble about where they came from and others will be very humble about where they came from. And my advice there is to just Try not to judge them. Like a lot of these kids don't know what they're projecting and saying is going to affect others, but they'll kind of learn. So if someone says something a little bit offensive or they seem like they're flaunting a little bit, like just kind of learn about them. Try to do your best to listen. Try not to judge a book by its cover. And that way, like you're not jeopardizing your own perspective and how other people see you. Because who would want to be looked at for? Because in reality, why should we look at each other for different diversity reasons like at the end of the day we're all humans and we're all just there to get an education and become friends with each other and go through this whole and that is going to be the end of today's episode the truth about college i do want to end each episode by allowing my audience to ask personal questions that they may need some unbiased advice on with that being said head over to the mindset matters instagram and leave me a dm and get your invoice or message in the next episode. I will be keeping everything anonymous and less said otherwise. And to those of you who have made it to the end of this episode, thank you. I am open to honest feedback and would love to hear more of what content you guys would like to see from me. And yeah, if you have any suggestions or any tips on what I can do better, please, by all means, leave constructive criticism. Try not to be hateful. Try not to be mean. Yeah, I'm very open to that. And thank you guys for watching and I'll see you guys next time.